Ron, how do you, how do you decide um, what you believe in? Dude. Um, you know, it's funny. Uh, Rick Alexander's talked about what reality is not too long ago. And that really stuck with me. He said uh, something along the lines of reality is what enough people agree on to be true. And um, so the things that I believe in, uh, I, I tend to believe in them because I see I see them being characteristics of people that I admire. Uh, that's that's a big one on uh, the things that I believe in. I believe in things that I can see with my own eyes. Um, I believe in things that provide me the feeling that I'm desiring to feel. Uh, I guess that's just, um, that's how I decide what I believe in. It's interesting that you brought up what what Rick spoke about. Um, I've been I've been thinking about lately about um, how you know how like we're sort of programmed to believe certain things, and then you had uh, you had sent me that message this morning about um, basically about how people start to go crazy at the end of the year and then they blame all their shortcomings or even the positive things on the year or on the time. And I had a funny thought in my head, actually I had to pull it up. Um, but I was thinking about, you know, how we are sort of pushed to believe certain things, right? Um, how we are influenced by the people around us or the um, things we consume, right? the, the media that we consume, whatever we decide to watch or listen to, the people we decide to look up to. Oh man, I deleted it. <laughs> but what's, it was- what's it was, of, What's the point of making good notes if you're gonna delete them? I don't know. <laughs> but it was- um, <laughs> You know what? I typed it out and I think I rate, I don't know. Cause it was, it was kind of mean. So, so it's this idea of like, you know, you know how we use the calendar system, right? Like, Oh, it's 2020 going to 2021 and everyone is, you know, basically on, on the internet saying how 2020 sucks. And there's a bunch of memes out there, you know, when we, we start to look at those things like memes and, and believe them because it's like, you know, relatable, right? It's we heard it somewhere else. We heard it from another guy. So we believe that it might be true, but we, we kind of, you know, follow this system and we, and, you know, if we, if we call something by another name, right. If we call the year by a color rather than a number, right. You'd still be complaining about it and, and you'd still be a little bit of an asshole. Yeah, you'd just be saying that it's blues fault and not twenties <laughs> fault. Right. But but we're kind of, you know, we've talked like about like you this. said, like you said, what you believe is true is based on um, you know, the people you admire, right? So so like the people you will respect and listen to, and you'll believe. You'll believe what whatever people say if you admire them or if you think that they have value or they're important. 
right? Right. So so you had talked about like what to do to change this mindset and get out of that mentality of sort of placing the blame on the time that passed. Where would you start with that? I mean, there's no really one place to start. There's just so many different characteristics that we can, uh, there's, there's so many thought processes that can just be so simply changed. And, 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 and what you're referencing, the first thing that I talked about was to just work harder. You know, there's this, there, I, I, I got sucked into this a long time ago when I was working retail. There was the, I had this mindset of, oh, I'm just going to do enough to get my paycheck and not get fired. And, and the downside to that is, is, and I mean, like, if if that's where you're at with your job, like, then, okay, you admit that that's fine. That's, that's your character, not mine. But the downside to that is, is I found myself complaining about not having enough money about, uh, not getting, not getting promoted when it came around, not getting, uh, not getting asked to cover shifts, you know, why are they going to ask the guy who half passes it to, to take on more responsibility, you know? And like, when you say uh, work harder though, you know, like some people might be kind of in a job where they can't work harder or, or where working harder would be, um, you know, doing overtime, maybe that's not available or something like that. Would, would do you instead, do you mean um, like putting more care or effort into the what you do or the how you do your job? Yeah. Because that would change that, 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 a lot more than. You know, both, like, both of those things can be true. So if, if you're talking about like somebody that's on an assembly line and, and literally they're going full speed and they just feel like they're going nowhere, then it like, it might be one, it might be time for a change. If, if, if you really feel like you're stuck, then you need to start looking somewhere else. Uh, that's a whole other subject. <laughs> uh, but prime example, right? Is there's a McDonald's that I stop at for coffee every once in a while. And there's a woman that works a drive-thru and man, that woman is happy to be there. But you just know as soon as, as soon as you hear her voice, you know, she is pumped to take my coffee order. And, and that's, that's like, yes, physically you can work harder. You know, you can do more, you can go above and beyond. And then if you find yourself in the position where you feel like you are putting in enough effort physically, then it just becomes an, it becomes an issue of enthusiasm. 
do your do your work like you said with more care with like understand that you are replaceable and that you don't want to be if you don't want to be replaced then you should probably give a shit about what you're doing and if you're in a if your job requires you to be around people being a better part of that um you know that process or that community would be helpful too and showing you care is a great way to do that to be a better part and if you're just listening to uh, this episode and it's the first time you've heard us talk you can <laughs> go back into the archives and find us talk about <laughs> caring <laughs> it's funny how everything comes around and circle um not really not really funny no it's not funny but it's it's all connected like this whole success mentality it's all connected you know sure you and i aren't aren't making millions of dollars yeah but we we also admire and look up to like look up to and admire and follow in the footsteps of people that are uh and if we work hard enough and we do the right things and we take the right risks, there's a, there's the potential of being in that position. If that's the goal that we have. Right. I think what it comes down to is, is the mindset that you have around um, how success is earned. Right. And it, it goes to that abundance versus scarcity. And that's and and that's and that's literally the second thing that I wrote about this morning was was basically I didn't say anything about the abundance mentality, but I I just said there's enough for all of us, you know. Yeah. And that's not just that's not just when it comes to money. It's when it comes to relationships. Like, if your relationship sucks, end it. There's. 8 billion human beings on this planet, you can find another cool one to hang out with. That goes with any kind of relationship. Yeah. If, if you're, and especially now that there, you have access to literally everybody in the world. Yeah. And it's, so, it's so ridiculous. Can you find another partner or another friend or another bandmate, whatever it is. Yeah. You and I get to have these conversations three hours away from each other. Right. Exactly. And, and, and that's the, that's the other thing. Like, Again, if you find yourself stuck, it's time to start looking for a change. And the information is free. Hmm. It doesn't cost you any damn thing to get on YouTube, to type into Google and search. I want to learn how to do X. And you're going to get an instruction process for free. And if you're the type of person that can hold yourself accountable to put in the work, you're not going to have to pay a damn cent to learn how to do what you want to do. Now, if you're like me and you need somebody to hold your hand and keep you accountable, then you're going to want to get a coach and you're going to want to pay to be taught how to apply that information. And you're going to, and should you choose to do that, then you might be able to get there faster, but there is so much out there now. This but isn't Ron, hiring a coach costs money. And guess what? Spending money makes you money in the long run. You just got to be patient. It's the it's the like long term investment that you're making, right? Right. We're you know, 
and then that comes down to in the end it comes down to being being willing to let go of who you are in order to become who you want to be and i think that should be on a (laughs) t-shirt like the third time you've said it i i know (laughs) and and we're all guilty of self-sabotage man you know we've all we've all stepped on our own feet at some point in life and just how long are you going to continue to step on your own feet before you understand that you're the one getting in your own way and that if you would just keep trudging forward if you would keep pressing on that if there is a destination you will reach it and then that's I find that i find that like a lot of people even myself included you know yeah you're not patient you're not patient I've done this a ton of times, but no, I mean, like, you, you know, when you, you hit a speed bump or an obstacle or, you know, something goes wrong, right. Is that yeah. a sign to give up? Or is that, you know, something that you can, you know, take with you? What, what do you kind of stand there? I stand that some, I stand that it's a time to assess when you hit a when you hit a speed bump, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a chance to check in and, and ask yourself okay is what i'm doing in line with where i want to go because obviously obviously something is happening you know whether it be at another person the in my circumstances this week mother nature mother nature has pumped the brakes for me twice this week like i had to I had to change my game plan on Tuesday morning and then I had to close the gym yesterday because we got a bunch of snow and, you know, it's just, so it's just a time to take a step back. Speed bumps are a time to take a quick step back and ask yourself, all right, is this really working for me? And if, if you can quickly say yes, then just keep pressing on. If you have to take the time to think about it, then you might want to pump the brakes a little more and realign yourself real quick. That goes back to like what we talked about last time um, the other day, but with um, decision-making. My, my thought was when you kind of hit a speed bump or an obstacle, you, can't, you have to make a choice at that point to let it affect you in in a negative way or in a good way you can choose to use that obstacle or that fuck up as ammo right what what did you do wrong okay don't do that again do something different do something else and we do spend a lot of time worrying about what could go wrong or what could you know, what would the, this, I don't want to feel that way again, or I don't want to go through that again. Like, like no shit. (laughs) Nobody wants to get hurt twice. Nobody wants to, you know, have to shut down a business twice. Nobody wants to, you know, end a relationship several times and go through the same shit, but you allow it to happen. You, you allow that negativity to roll in and you allow the same things to happen over and over again because you don't take what you learned from it. 
and you, because you blame the other people, right? You don't take ownership over what you fucked up on or what you did wrong. And, you know, how can we get the, uh, you know, especially the people who we help and we talk to and we like, we, I mean, we work with like our clients and our, you know, the members at the gym, you know, how do we get them to think a little bit differently about these speed bumps? Because it's like, whenever you, you know, start a diet or start an exercise routine or something like that, you end up maybe not seeing progress or you cheat on your diet or something like that. And you see that as a failure or you, you know, it's, it's over. You'll never be able to, you know, accomplish the thing or lose the weight, whatever it is. In that sense, it's just being clear from the start, finding out what your client's expectations are uh, and then telling them the hard truth that it might not work that way. Mm -hmm. You might, you might get to be one of the lucky ones where shit happens fast. Or you might end up being like a lot of us where, (laughs) where it takes solid time and solid consistency and solid effort and being honest with yourself. And then you might be one of the unlucky ones because it does happen where you can do everything right and things just don't change. You know, I, I, uh, you know, it's, I, I, I used to struggle with the thought concept of luck a lot, but man, some people just do get the, the shaft, even when they're trying real hard to, uh, to do the right things. But, and, you know, I kind of, I kind of feel that way this week. Like I kind of feel like life is punching me in the face again and again and again, even though I feel like I'm making the right choices. And, and then it's just, it's just a matter of patience, you know, you don't. Patience and, and some, some self gratitude, right. Even self care. Yeah. Think about it. Like, like you're just way too hard on yourself. Sometimes we're, we're skipping over the the third thing I wrote about and going right to number four then. Uh, Oh, are we? But which was was to understand that you're a human being and that like, Oh yeah. If you want to be able to have better outcomes, you also have to be able to forgive yourself. You have to give yourself some grace. And this, this one's been on my heart a lot lately because, you know, working, you know, I'm coming up on my 10th year as a L1, a CrossFit level one trainer. And uh, I have just seen people beat the shit out of themselves mentally, verbally over and over and over again. And like, the prime example is like when somebody's first getting started, like they apologize for doing something wrong. Like, whoa, especially when it's like an older individual, like 40 plus, right? Like not, not saying that you're old at 40, but you know, you've been alive for a longer period mm-hmm. of time. Um, but when, when you're talking with somebody who's, who's, you know, been around that long and they're trying to learn something new, but good for you for for trying to learn something new but also understand that if this is the first time in your life that you're trying something there's a good possibility that it's not going to come very quickly you know i was just having this conversation with one of my new clients she's like i'm just so uncoordinated and i was like but you're not though i was like how long are you going to go 
I was like, how long are you going to go through your life believing that? You know, this is a story that you're telling to yourself. Did your, did your parents program you to believe that you're not coordinated? Because I'm sitting here instructing you how to do things and you're totally doing them right. You know, give yourself some grace. Allow yourself to fail. Allow yourself to be a beginner. I love to dissect that when, when somebody it's, it's like they speak in absolutes, right? Where just because one thing was difficult, it's all going to be difficult, right? Maybe they had, maybe they had struggled with something in the past, right? Um, that required maybe this client that you had, like maybe she struggled with something that once required coordination yeah, and she felt embarrassed by it, or she felt like ostracized by it. And because of that, she never tried it again. Like, of course you're bad at it. No shit. I'd be bad at it too. If you tried something once screwed it up and then never tried it again. But if you, (laughs) (laughs) but we can, we can pick and choose what, what it is that we do. And if you do something, even if you do it like poorly for 30 days straight, one, like if you do CrossFit, for example, for 30 days straight, even if you sandbag it or like just suck at every workout or <laughs> like, like you, you have, you're like the person in the corner of the room who, who the coach just keeps yelling at for not squatting low enough. Right. Like, guess what? You're a CrossFitter. Right. You're still, you still are that thing. Same you're, still thing per- in, you're still participating. Right. Dude. I've been, I've been writing in my journal every day. Now I'm, I'm, I'm a fucking writer, right? This is, this is like, you know, you, you kind of put yourself out of the bubble in a way because you, you did something once and it didn't work, but do it again, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. I think people forget that time moves pretty slow. Like change happens over the course of months or years, not minutes, right? Not seconds until you're at that level where you can adapt quickly. You know, that's a whole other conversation. So, you know, if we can change the, the, the thinking pattern, right. From, you know, looking, almost looking for the negativity in it, just because you had a bad experience once and, and kind of pushing it toward, you know, how am I moving the needle? How am I making progress today? you might feel a little better about yourself there and, and you might actually enjoy things a little more. I think if people start to see the joy in what they do, they'll feel they'll be better to themselves. This right? is what we, we, we briefly had that conversation in the car on Saturday where you were talking about how uh, the people that you were um, you were on YouTube looking at houses that were owned by people who were extremely wealthy, and you were finding that uh, the majority of those people were just extremely happy with the way that they got to where they are. They have they found joy in doing the things that they do to become successful, you know. And, um, right. It's not like they got rich and then started doing the things they loved. No, they were doing they did, the things 
they were doing the things that they loved and then got rich. And they shared that with everybody. They just, you, you can tell, like if you're around some of these people and I don't mean like the, you know, the rich, like C-level employees, like, you know, big business people, like most of them are dicks, but, but I mean like the entrepreneurs who started a business and, you know, they just were so passionate about it. And then it just shows in what they do and everyone they come into contact with, they just want to share that. They want to share that joy. That goes with to, to what I had texted you yesterday. Like at this point in my career, like I, one, I only want to work with people like coach people who one need the change that they're, that I'm trying to provide. They're willing to do the work and when they do see the progress, man, I just love it. I actually feel happy. Yeah. Like that's the thing that not only is it brings me like some joy, but it it's the thing that motivates me to do what I'm doing. And that's been once I felt that shift in perspective. Um, and this was recently, I think it changed the why and the, the how of what I, and the approach to what I do. And now it, it no longer seems like a burden, a lot of, a lot of the work that has to go into it. Um, and, and there's a ton, but it's, it's really just what I want to do. And I want to spread it everywhere. Right. Spread that, that, um, would you say that, would you say that you got to a point where you started to view this as more of an opportunity in your life rather than a responsibility? Yeah, I, I've seen it that way for a long time, though. Um, it's it's never really been a responsibility. I just didn't understand how it was going to be an opportunity yet. I like now I see the almost see the future and and kind of can I can see where this will carry me in my life, where it will carry my my wife and I. And, and you know, when if we ever um, have a dog, you know, it'll carry us there with the dog, too my business partners with me, you know, me and you, like, I just want to bring people up and elevate everybody and, and no one gets left behind. And I think well, that's, unless that's the new mindset that I have. No, we, we can't say that nobody gets left behind because we're going to run into people that are comfortable and. and right. But I'm not going to, you're not going to pursue Push the- them down any further, right? I'm going to, I'm going to show them the way and, and then they make the choice right. to, to step forward or not. Yeah. It's, it's going to be that. Man, I feel like a, a fucking preacher right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be that, you know, them accepting if they're cool where they're at and if that is the case, then like you said, we're not not going to push them down. But we also will understand that the work there is done. And it'll be time to move on. Right. Maybe, you know, maybe you planted a seed and it just did not grow. Right. But, but that also, like, this just goes to um, the kindness principle that we spoke of, you know, a year ago now, which be, was, you know, being kind to everybody. What? That was the last thing on my list today. 
was it? Yep. Oh, I didn't even know. Lo- love always wins, man. Yeah, man. Like, like if you're going to be a certain person around your friends, why would you be a different person around a stranger? Right. You know, my, uh, which I, is the re- which is the real you, you know, I, I shoveled, I shoveled, uh, half of my neighbors, my neighbors walk this morning. Um, somebody, I didn't, I didn't leave the job unfinished. Somebody else stepped in and took over. And, uh, the neighbor was like, you didn't have to do that. I was like, I know I wanted to. You got just, to do that, man. Like, yeah. It's just, what, <laughs> I, I, uh, I made the joke. I said, what's the point of working out so hard if I'm not going to use it? Like, like you might as well put it to some, put what my body's capable of to some good use and do something nice. Right. There's, there's so <laughs> much, there's so much bad going on out in the world right now, man. The, it's just like, you see it all the time, even when you're not looking for it, just people being ugly to each other and it, it hurts. It really hurts. And, uh, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the guy that adds to the ugly. I want to look for any and every opportunity to, to like lift people up and do things surely because it's just the right thing to do. It's something nice. Like there's a slight selfish component there to it at the end of the day, because it makes me feel good. But if, if I'm choosing to do something for someone that I'm not going to be compensated for just because it makes me feel good, then I'll take that. I'll take that little bit of selfishness, you know? I have a tough question for you, Ron. When, when you, might, you might, you might laugh at it. When don't you have um, tough questions for me? How could you have been nicer to the, the crazy woman in the bagel shop. How could I have been nicer to the crazy woman in the bagel shop? I mean, I could have just pulled my mask up over my face. Yeah. I could have made that decision, you know, but do you think she would have continued to say something, even if you pulled your mask up. Um, and for, for reference, like Ron got called out about having his mask on his chin because while, you know COVID while land. Being, <laughs> while being seated, when I was under the impression that I that I was allowed to do that. I was yeah, seated. but everyone has a bone to pick, you know. Some right. people probably she just probably had a bad day. Right. Um. Do I think she would have continued? Uh. Man, that's a tough call. Like, if I would have just pulled the mask up, who knows? Who knows? Well, you you don't know what people are going through. You know, like maybe somebody at home is treating her poorly and she saw the opportunity to, to say something to some, to a stranger, you know, do you think she felt that, you know, she just wanted to be right or she just wanted to get her way. (laughs) We've all been there. There's a strong possibility, man. Like, she easily, easily could have just. She she probably felt like she was doing the right thing. Yeah. And so, so what I'm thinking is, and and I, so there, well, here, there's always a point to these questions. But what I'm thinking is how, you know, if 
you don't know what's going on with someone's day. We've talked about this before. Yeah. And, and, you know, someone like, like that needed help in the, in that moment. Right. Yeah. Whether or not she, she said that or not, she, she probably came off, she came off as a bitch. I was there totally. <laughs> um, and I know for a fact that we, you know, the way you responded was, was spot on. It was awesome. Um, you just basically ignored her, which is great. I probably would have done the same in the moment, but looking back, you know, how being that we're trying to be better people and also level people up with us, what could, what could we have done or said to make her day better? I think like, so that she could have walked out of that room not only like, cause like if you put your mask up, she probably still would have been a little flustered walking out. Yeah. But, but how could you get someone like that to walk out of the room or leave that conversation feeling better when they, than when they started? Man, that's tough. Cause like, I mean, that was a, that was a confrontational situation. Cause if we can answer this question, Ron, that will change a lot about how we deal with situations. And so I think it'll help a lot of the people listening to this as well. So she, she chose to, she made a conscious decision to start a confrontation. Uh, I guess Do you you believe that even if I would have just, if we would have just pulled our masks up, that, uh, that she would have felt better about it? Or do you think she would have stayed irritated because she, she felt that she felt the need to make the statement in general? You know, you I never know people, way, how people are feeling or what they're feeling. Right. I believe. The but only- simply by, you know, if you pull your mask up and just, you know, say sorry. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was going to say. I don't know. I, I believe that the, this if there is a possibility of making her feel better in that situation, it would simply have been of, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. Pull my mask up and let her go let her feel good about it you know um the challenging aspect for me in that situation was i was sitting down minding my own business doing what i believed to be okay i was following right i got you i was following the rules and does does following the rules make you a better person in that in that situation because she was also following the rules to her knowledge right you know right this goes back to well, belief I mean, she, she right this me. goes this goes back to what i asked you in the beginning like no, how funny. do you choose what to believe here it's funny is you know you said she was a bitch and i don't believe that i just believe that she was scared and, okay. and um whether or not her fear is rational in my opinion is irrelevant um, because she is allowed to be afraid. 
especially right now. It's weird out there, man. And, um, <clears throat> and like you, no, sometimes following the rules does not make you a better person because there are some rules out there that are not in line with what I believe to be true about being a good human being, you know? Um, and there are people out there that are trying to create rules that are not in line with what I believe when it comes to being a good human being. So following the rules alone, no, doesn't make you a good person. It makes you, what makes you a good human is, is making sure that you're doing everything in your power to not be a dick on a daily basis. Like don't create problems that don't exist. Don't start confrontation just for the sake of starting confrontation. If you see something they're like, and here's, and here's where this woman, I feel I was not upset with her. I feel like she believed she 100% believed she was doing the right thing. I, I feel like she believed that she was trying to protect me because what did she say? She said something along the lines of, well, you're breathing in the air right now. So she said, it's the only, it's the only thing we, we can do to protect other people. Right. So she, so believed, she felt threatened at the point. She, at the she was, she felt threatened by my actions. So, so she believed what she was doing was right. And she took the risk. She took the risk of pushback, which could have been a lot worse mm. had, she, had she made that statement to the wrong person, you know, but she chose me to make that statement too. And, you know, I, I handled it in a little bit of a sarcastic manner, but I like, she called me an asshole, but the people that I've communicated with since that day, you, uh, the owner of the bagel shop and the employee that gave him that feedback all said that I handled that situation very well. And I believe it's safe to say that she probably doesn't, she probably didn't leave the situation feeling any worse, but she definitely didn't leave the situation feeling any better. And I wasn't a dick. Like I, I was nice. I told her, thank you. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like I was, I was, I have gratitude for her for standing up for what she believes in. What I like um, about that and just that whole like converse, this whole conversation, if we want to, if we want to sort of, you know, elevate the people around us and, and let's be a little cheesy, like go into the new year, like with a new perspective. We, we can do a better job of taking ownership in every situation. And just remember, it's not like, it, like, hey, let's quote like Dr. Sean, it's not about you, and it, but it is your fault. And if you kind of, think about it in that 
in that way, every time you are in confrontation. you might be able to improve someone's day instead of just leaving them the way they are. Like we, we pride ourselves on being coaches. So like, let's do that all the time. Let's coach people, even when they're not looking for it or asking for it. And, you know, if, if, if we kind of use a loose definition of that, like coaching, it's making people better at whatever, whatever it is that that we decide at this point, like what they need to get better at, including ourselves, right? Look inwardly a little bit. Do you still, um, do you still believe in the same things now that you did earlier this year? When it comes to what's changed, what of your, of your beliefs has changed? I wouldn't and say, I don't, I don't mean opposite change. I mean, growth. Like I would, I would say, I would say my ability to show compassion has has improved significantly um meeting people where they are, you know. Just a year ago I don't think I would have handled that situation the way that I handled it. You know? Like there's no, we're all going to believe different things on a daily basis. And, and if what you believe is what you believe and I don't believe it, I got the option of, do I challenge you? And if so, what's the actual likelihood of me changing your mind? Or do I ask you to explain why you believe what you believe? Help me understand. Maybe, I like that. Maybe I'll still disagree with you. Or maybe you'll show me some perspective that I never thought of. But at the end of the day, you know, prime example was I had a person of color tell me how they believed that racism isn't as big of a problem as as people say it is. I don't agree with that. But this person gave me some solid examples of why they believe it. And I don't believe it changes anything, but they were good examples that allowed me to at least see their see what they were saying, to hear what they were saying. Didn't change my mind, but it gave it some insight, gave it some perspective. And that's where I've grown is I've grown in the ability to hear you, see where you're coming from and not feel threatened 
speaking of um, people we admire uh, or qualities of people that we admire, um, what were you we talking about the other day in the car? I think it was Joe Rogan, right? How he, he'll have, you know, people of opposing views on his podcast and just, and he, he's never confrontational. Like he doesn't argue, but he will, he will challenge people's beliefs a hundred percent. Like, you know, and it goes, it kind of goes in, in um, waves of, of things. If you kind of, if you follow him, um, you'll notice he'll talk about the same thing for a few weeks and, it's purely to to learn. It must be this just like deep burning desire to know more things, right? So you have your opinion about racism. And even though it was different from this other guys, you still allowed him to speak his part and, and kind of explain why and how he believes that because you're genuinely curious. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah, like, okay, I believe a different thing. You believe that thing. That doesn't make us enemies. No, right? that doesn't make you wrong and me right. It just like, like this is not, how I choose to go about my response to the. And let's not get it twisted. This person wasn't spewing hate. Right. Like this person was just saying, "Hey, you know, I don't think this is as big as people are making it out to be." And they just told me why they believe that. It's not like it's not like they were being a bigot. Cause I wouldn't, stand, right. I wouldn't stand. Right. So that. They, they, they kind of reciprocated, you know, like maybe they were just trying to explain and educate. And that's, you know, I think genuinely that's what people are doing. That's what they want to do. They want people, they want to feel heard. And even, especially the people who complain, right. Or they, the people who argue, they just want to be heard. Mm-hmm. And, and who's to say if they're right or wrong, it doesn't really matter in the long run, but you could still do, your part and and hey maybe your perspective does change maybe maybe you learn something that you didn't know before it's all it's what you choose to believe in the long run funny how things come around 